Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. Don't expect anything to happen immediately. No one wants to be a stage five clinger. Hey everyone and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma, I'm a radio journalist who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em and welcome back everyone. We're back after a little a little cheeky week break Em. It's been a bit of a busy month for both of us. A little hiatus. So, Em, who are we shouting out this week? A big fat shout out this week goes to Christine. This is one of my favorite ones. She says, hey, Sarah and Emma, I've been listening to your podcast since I began my job search in January and I spent the last month interviewing for a remote job in a new career field. For a little backstory, I interviewed at the firm six years ago and wasn't offered the role, but I used that rejection to motivate me to get experience and hopefully try again when the time was right. I wanted to personally thank you both for the insight and personal stories you shared to help others like me on their professional journey. I shot my shot, crushed the interview and followed as much as your advice as possible. Today, I was offered the role after re-interviewing six years later. It's because of your show, I gained so much confidence and I really learned to sell myself. I just want to let you know, you're both out here changing lives. Keep up the good work. You've gained a lifelong listener all the way from Florida in the USA. Oh, how incredible is that? Six years later, she got the job. We're playing the long game out here, Em. We are. And it sounds like she took our advice of, you know, working out what you need to do to get where you want to be. She took the time. She took the hard yards. We'll have to reply to her. Maybe in that time she did a course. Who knows what she did in that time? But whatever she did, she made herself more prepared and she succeeded. I think that I need to print that message off and stick it on my wall because that makes me just have a new motivation for everything. (laughs) And I don't know if everyone else noticed, but during you reading that, you were full journalist mode. Your voice was like fully newsreader journalist mode. It's great. Mm, it happens. I have just come from working eight hours doing that. Anyway, back to casual Emma. Well, if you would also like that kind of confidence going into your next interview, I do one-on-one coaching sessions to help people prep for their upcoming interviews. You can find out all about the sessions and what we do, what's included by going to www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash coaching. I do them with people all around the world in different time zones. There should be plenty of times available for you to have a look at. And if there's not 
send us an email. And every month we're going to choose one of our Shoot Your Shot shout-out listeners to receive an interview box gift box. Are we behind a month on this or are we not? We might be. Anyway, regardless, still apply and be in the running and we'll get our shit together and you might get your box. (laughs) Now, this week's episode is going to be about a coffee chat. If you are good superstar listeners, you'll know that we always talk about booking a coffee chat with someone you look up to or someone who is in the position you'd love to be in as a great move. So this is your how-to guide to have a coffee chat. So we actually talked about this in our career change episode that went up a couple of weeks ago. And in that episode, I said that nobody had ever reached out to me asking for a coffee chat. But that's now changed. Has it? Yeah, Sylvie reached out to me on LinkedIn and she said, I can't believe no one's ever asked you. I was too intimidated. Can I pick your brain about HR? Oh my God, that is so good. So she's a listener, obviously, and she heard it. Yeah. It's a real life fan that wants to meet. How good's that? And she's based in Australia. She's in Melbourne, I believe. So we haven't spoken yet. But we are booking at a time. I've been a little bit busy. But yeah, one from one. One person's asked me and they got a yes. So if you needed a sign to ask someone, this is it. This is another sign. And they can be used for heaps of different stuff. You know, say they were most relevant if you're actually looking for a job. But you might have a bit of a project on at work that you're struggling with and you might want to reach out to someone that's maybe done that before, that's maybe used a system that you're trying to learn and ask them about that. Maybe you're looking for a mentor, someone that you can connect with throughout your career. There's lots of different reasons that you could go for a coffee chat that's not just looking for a job immediately. And this is how you do it. Step one, we want to prepare. Learn all the basics about them so you can skip that. You don't want the point of the conversation to be like, so go through your whole career history. What what do you do? No, skip that. You want to get the hard hitting stuff in the chat. Yeah. And do some research, find out if they've written anything on LinkedIn, if there's something on their company website about them, do some background research just so that, yeah, you've got that as knowledge already and you don't have to cover all of that again. It will save you some time and it means that you can actually get to what you want to talk about. Also, make sure you go in there with two things that you want to cover already in your mind. So maybe it's advice on a job application or help with a work challenge. Yeah, it could be a project that you're working on, like someone might want to talk to me or you about like starting a podcast or something like that. That would be a really good thing to get feedback on or understanding on and have that idea ready of like, what is it you're trying to get out of the chat? I think it's helpful to start with that in mind. And also have your tell me about yourself ready to go. We don't tell you to have this for no reason. It's useful in many scenarios. It's so many scenarios. It is. And you can tweak it a little bit. Like, I wouldn't be giving like your full interview version necessarily. It'd probably be a little bit shorter. And you're not going to say it in that way either. Like, I am a, you know, and now I've never been more. No. (laughs) You're going to be a little bit more human in this one. Yeah. More human, less scripted. Yeah. And it'll be a little bit more condensed. You're right. Because you don't want to do like a whole couple of minute spiel on yourself. (laughs) No, it'll feel like a public speaking speech. Like, no, we don't want that. You're not bringing any palm cards and it's not professional. You want to break the ice and connect as people first. You know, they're not a panelist. You're just two people hanging out. Yeah, exactly. So feel free to talk about, you know, the coffee, the people around you, stuff, what you did on the weekend. Those kinds of things are fine. Speaking of coffee. Yeah. Who buys it? Well, I've actually covered that in our preparation notes, Em. Have you? What do you think? The person who's seeking advice. 
exactly. Because that's kind of what you're you're like, oh, I'll pay you $5 for a half an hour of your time, right? It's kind of the exchange <laughs> that you're doing. I'll buy you a coffee. This could be online as well, in which case, obviously that's not relevant. But yeah, I think you should offer to pay and you should go prepared to pay for the coffee. However, I also think this is a little bit like a date. If you offer to pay... And they say, no, 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 I'm going to pay. Don't get into a back and forth. Like it's not a debate. You're not arguing. Don't be like, no, no, I insist. No, I insist. Like just if they let you pay, pay. So offer and then pay. If they stop you and say, no, 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 I'll get it, whatever, let them. Like just don't spend time on that interaction. (laughs) It's just awkward. Great. Okay. We've got that covered. Now to the more hard-hitting stuff. Tell them your goals. What are you looking to achieve in your career? And be specific because they're not going to be able to really give you great advice and wisdom if you're just vague. They want to know what you need. Yes. And like if you said, Em, you know, I'm looking for a new job. Well, how am I going to help you with that? Oh, whenever I see a job, I'm going to tell Emma. What kind of job? (laughs) Where exactly? What kind of things, you know, be specific about what kind of job it is you're looking for. Is it a mentor? What kind of mentor? Is it connections that you want to make? People that you want to meet in your area, your industry? Are you looking for an internal promotion and maybe just some advice that you can take out of it? Be specific with what you're trying to get out of it. It'll help them work out how they can help you. And also, it's not just a leech situation here where we're just sucking off them and not sucking off them. (laughs) Cut that out. (laughs) I'm not cutting that out. (laughs) No. We're just taking from them. We're not just taking from them, yeah. (laughs) We're not just taking from them. (laughs) We are going to let them um, give them a chance to talk about themselves and show interest in them as well. So you're going to ask them questions. So this might be things like, tell me about you and how you got started in your career. Now, this is a good point here. And then actually listen and listen for connection points because I'm guilty of it all the time. Sometimes in an interview, I'm on autopilot. I'm pressing the buttons. I'm listening. I'm recording. There's noises. And I just am thinking, oh, shit, what what am I going to say next? And then I'm like, wait, listen to what they say because I might come up with a question based on what they say. So yeah, sometimes it's hard, but listen with intent to listen, not intend to speak. Yeah. And it's not an interview. You're not interviewing them and they're not interviewing you. So don't feel like you ask one of these questions and you can't say anything. Treat it like you're catching up with a friend. So if I asked someone, you know, tell me about you and how you got started in your career and they said, oh, well, I started working in recruitment agency and that didn't work out for me. And I'd be like, oh, me too. Like, you know, that wasn't, sales wasn't really right for me. Great connection point. We share something in common. Feel free to interject those little things. And tell me about your day-to-day responsibilities. That's a good one. We want to see the day-to-day running of their job, what they get up to. Make them break it down to, particularly if you're meeting with someone quite senior and you're a little bit further behind in your career or you're looking to change careers into what something that they're doing, they might be really vague with this. They might be like, oh, you know, we set strategy and blah, blah, blah. Like ask them to elaborate. I hate jobs like that. Like what do you even do? Tell me. Well, we, you know, support employees to have a better experience at work. And you're like, yeah, but I'm not in HR. Like what does that mean? What do you actually do? Are you a counsellor? Like, I don't understand. Make them break it down for you. Little insert here. I feel like I get offended because people never know what I do. But now that you've framed it like that, it makes me realise that maybe it's just because people just don't know. 
I always get really offended. I, people will be like, so what do you do? And I'll be like, oh, I'm a radio journalist. And they go, oh, wow. I think because it sounds like snazzy or something. And then they go, so what do you do? And I'm like offended. And I'm like, you know, I'm like a newsreader. And they're like, oh, so you just read the news. And I'm like, no, that would be a great job if I just got on once an hour every hour and read a little page. No, I get the stories, write the stories, interview people. I write and read the news and do a lot of other things. But, you know, it's not their fault if they've never been exposed to what a journalist does. How are they to know? So maybe I need to be more clear. Yeah. And you've got to have that spiel ready to explain what that is if people are asking you about it as well. I like to think about a lot of things in life this way. If more than one person has made that mistake or not known or had that same question, then it wasn't just them. It's a pattern and it's something that you should factor in. Like if I've built a system and more than one person has made the same mistake in that system, it's not just an outlier person who couldn't work it out. I need to fix it because something's wrong. It's obviously not making sense. Hey, Job Hunters, big news. Our all-new course, Interview Academy, is live and ready to transform your interview game. It's all the strategies from Sarah's one-on-one coaching, but without the limited time slots. Yep, it takes you step-by-step-by-step through crafting your career story, coming up with your awesome best bits, and all the practice you need. And guess what? It's at a special launch price, never to be seen again. Get more information at interviewboss.com.au forward slash interview dash academy. It's linked in the show notes below. But yeah, ask them about their day-to-day responsibilities. I think these questions are really going to be driven by what it is that you're trying to find out. I remember in our career change episode, we talked about finding out whether you're going to like that new career or not. Ask them, what do you like? What do you not like? How did you get into it? What's been the most satisfying part of your career? Ask your questions around what it is that you actually want to know. That sounds really obvious. I feel like we say that a lot. Be genuinely curious ask questions that you really want to know the answers to. Yeah. Step one, genuine curiosity. And also you might ask what meetups or networking events do you find valuable? Yeah. You might ask if they're part of a membership organization or something, is it worth it? These are the things that someone in the industry is going to be able to let you know whether they get something out of it and whether it's good for you to do as well. You might also ask what's next in your career, you know, to try and get the trajectory. They might say, oh, I'm going to stay here forever. I love it. Or they might be like, oh, this is definitely next. And that's where I would recommend. It also might give you an idea of the timeline if they've been doing what they're doing for five years and they're only just now moving to the next step. Kind of puts it all into a linear vision for you. Yeah, you could ask them how they got certain roles along the way as well. How did you get into that for the first time? Like, how did you get that job? I think that would be really interesting if you're in that same field. But this last one is my favorite. And I think it's probably the most common piece of advice that I've heard from colleagues who I've spoken to about this topic. Thank them for being really valuable and ask, is there anyone else that they think that you should meet with? I so love this question. What do you think of it, Em? I feel like 99.9% of the time they would go, oh, yes, now that you say that, you have to meet, insert blank. Exactly. But would they have said that if you didn't ask? Probably not. Like I wouldn't necessarily think, oh, you should meet with so-and-so. I might if it was really specific. But if they asked me that, I'd be like, ah, yeah, I'm sure there's people I could refer you to. So I think it's really, really good. If you want that kind of referral. Kills two birds with one stone because you're expanding the network. 
Yeah. And if there's a company that you really want to work for, ask if they know anyone that works there. Or if it's a topic of conversation, ask if they know anyone that's still at their old company, because that's somewhere you would really want to work. Be specific about what you want from them here. Also, take notes. What's your homework and what is theirs? They might say to you, you need to go home and refine what kind of field within our job range you want to do. They might say, you need to go home and work on your LinkedIn and then come back. Yeah, yep. Or even you might talk about a book that you've recently read or a TED talk you listened to or something, and it might come up in conversation and you say, oh, you haven't seen it. Oh, I'll have to share it with you. So that's the kind of thing that you can jot down to make sure that you remember to actually send them an email following up with a link to whatever that is that you spoke about. And also, what did they commit to? Oh, yeah, you should actually really meet Bob. He's great. He'd be able to help you, you know, learn about that new software you were looking at. Jot down that they said they were going to introduce you to Bob because you want to make sure that you actually get that from them. And it's easy, I think, for people to say, yeah, 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 I'll do that. And then they just kind of forget about it. But if you follow up, hey, thanks so much today. Really looking forward to seeing Bob. Should you send me his number? Should I give you mine? And that's just a little prompt because they might even assume that you were just like, you know, oh, yeah, sounds good. Like Exactly. Yeah. Totally. And unless they do it right then and there, I think, yeah, a follow-up is kind of how you do that. But I also love the concept of taking notes as well because, M, it's the return of the notebook. It's the return of the notebook. The notebook is the secret to your career success, really, isn't it? Apparently, the notebook needs to be carried with you at all times, which isn't possible. <laughs> Just all times where you're in person in some kind of a meeting or online too, it works online. I think you want to be taking some notes, jot down some questions in advance, bring them with you. Same thing as the notebook in an interview. But don't expect anything to happen immediately. No one wants to be a stage five clinger. Respect their time. It's going to take them time. You may be looking for a new job, right? You may be looking for a career change. Don't expect that like the first career coffee chat that you have is going to be like, oh, come work for me. Here's a job. Like it's not going to happen overnight. If we think back to Christine, it took her six years (laughs) to get to her target company. It did. And it's also important to remember it's a bit like the leeches analogy. (laughs) This isn't a transactional thing where you do this and then immediately you've got something out of it and it's like, oh, thank God. Like, You are just doing this to build experience, confidence, you know, practice doing it and opportunities will come one day. And build relationships too. This might give you some practice for your next coffee chat. It might be your next one or it might be Bob who you meet with next who this person referred you to that ends up giving you a bit more of a lead or something like that. So don't be too impatient with what you want to happen. In terms of respecting their time, I think you should be the timekeeper. Half an hour is kind of a good amount of time for the chat. Make sure you're the one who goes, oh, look, our time is up. I'm so sorry. Do you have to get back? If they're okay to keep chatting, by all means, keep going. I did see one tip online that said, like, at the end of your time, leave them wanting more. And I was like, I just don't know if I agree with that. It's kind of weird. It's like you asked for the chat. Like, they're not the ones seeking you out. So that doesn't really make sense to me. But I think you just want to say, oh, look, we've run out of time already. Oh, my God, time's flown. Well, thank you so much. Or, you know, do you need to get back to the office or whatever? Give them an out, I guess, is what I'm saying, so that they can kind of be like, yeah, I do. Actually, I've got a busy day. And so you be that timekeeper so that they don't have to. If they want to keep chatting, go for it. Like sit there for ages if they're prepared to. But yeah, 
be respectful of their time in that way. Also connect on LinkedIn afterward or before or while you're there, whatever, but do that. And then, like we said, you can follow up a day or two after thank you note, include anything that you spoke about, you know, books, links, people that you said you'd meet and anything that they offered but haven't followed through on in a gentle manner, of course, and thank them. And if you follow through on a recommendation or lead they gave you, so you know, if you end up doing something they recommended, so nice to kind of come full circle in that relationship and go, hey, thank you so much. The X thing you did gave me Y and I'm so grateful. Rather than just, you know, the transactional, you saw them once for coffee, got what you needed and racked off. It can come full circle. You could say, hey, that networking event you recommended, I ended up going and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, whatever it is that they helped you with, Loop back with them in a couple of weeks' time and say thank you. I think that's a really, really great way. Circle back on that. (laughs) Circle back. Put a pin in it and circle back. It's such a nice warm and fuzzy for them too. It's like a little shout-out thing for them to receive and we just love those, honestly. It makes our day. So please share that with them to be like, hey, you know, the advice you gave me about asking for a pay rise, it worked and I got a pay rise. Like they're going to love hearing that they were able to make a difference. Boom. That's How to Coffee Chat 101. Good luck out there. Let us know how your coffee chats go. Happy latte sipping. And also you don't need to order coffee. I'm If I have a coffee on an empty stomach, I get really, really anxious and nauseous. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm so sensitive to caffeine. It's okay to get a hot chocolate. Yeah, order the English breakfast tea if you really need to. Or an Earl Grey. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you like hearing the sound of our voices, hit that follow button in Apple or Spotify, leave us a review, or even better yet, tell someone about the show. That's how we hit the charts and we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration, and a supportive community, check us out on Instagram at interviewboss. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming.